For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. I'm Nate Bargatze here with Brian Bates, Aaron Weber. Uh, we're excited to be here. We're having uh, some we're, uh, work. We're do, building a pool, to be honest, uh, <laughs> and in our backyard. So if you hear something, I don't know if you're going to hear it. It's kind of stopped right now, but it's my buddy backyard living in Mount Juliet, uh, John Paul. Yeah, we've talked about him on here before. Yeah. This is your childhood friend, Yeah, right? Yeah, it's his company. That's awesome. Yeah, they're great. He doesn't need your business, though. <laughs> I, does. I, think that's I still think it's very funny. I think that would be a very good business to start a business and just be like, hey, you, before you answer the phone, you're like, hey, just heads up. Mm -hmm. I, it doesn't matter if you stay or go. All right, what do you need? Yeah. Ask them what they need. Put yeah. them on the defensive. I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? So what do you need? <laughs> yeah. You sell me. Yeah. You know? Why should I do your yeah. pool? Uh -huh. Why should I come to your, you know, what is it? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I'm also wearing Bucky's. If uh, you're watching it, I have a Bucky's sweatshirt and a hat. It's a little, uh, it's a, quite a bit of Bucky's. Uh, but I went to one this past weekend, first time. It's pretty crazy. Pretty it? crazy. Have you been? No. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't look it up. I didn't know. I went in blind. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's wild. We went to the, uh, two of them, one in uh, Terrell, something, Texas, maybe, and then one in something, the one in Alabama. I think there's only one. Uh, but it was awesome. Like, it was, it's a whole big, I mean, it's. What is it? It's a gas station. But it's just like a big shopping center? But it's like it's, a Cracker Barrel gift shop that's like the size of a Walmart, almost. Yeah. It's enormous. Dude. Yeah. It's very big. There's a beef jerky bar. They're famous for their beaver nuggets. Mm -hmm. That's what they're called. So you can. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's. Uh, we ate there. We had the pulled pork. I mean, we went we went twice, and so I mean, and we're going to Texas this weekend, so we might go again. It's fun. Dusty yeah, Slay, yeah. who's been on the podcast, he went to one for the first time. And he called me and he was like, "What? What is that?" Yeah, he could not wrap his head around it. He goes, yeah. "What's going on in there, yeah. man? It is wild." You should yeah. stop. There's one. I don't think I'm, I mentioned Stuckies on here a few weeks ago, and you said you mean Bucky's, and I meant Stuckies, but I don't think I've ever been to a Bucky's. You wouldn't know if you've been to Bucky's. It's big. Yeah, but Stuckies. there's none in Tennessee. They're building one in Cookville, I think. Yeah, oh. yeah, on I or Chattanooga. They're going to be all over yeah. soon. I think it's the new <laughs> model. Yeah, turn your gas stations into experiences. And there, there looks like there's a hundred gas station gas pumps. There wow, probably is. Yeah, that many. 
Yeah. It's awesome. You should go, Brian. Yeah, you yeah. should go. All right. It's fun. Uh, all right. Well, we had a great time this weekend. Dallas, all, all the shows were unbelievable. I got a lot of comments on the podcast, some stuff I wanted to ask you about. New Orleans show, a lot of people said there was a heckler. Oh, yeah. Guy walked out. When they walked out, they go, boring, and then walked out the door. <laughs> right at the beginning of your set? Yeah. No, no, like in the middle. Wow. In the middle. Open the door. I saw them. I could see. I didn't see. I just saw the doors open. There's two as a couple. And they just, I mean, super loud. Boring. Oh my Shut the door left. And then, yeah. I heard you had a good comeback. Yeah, I said that was my parents. Uh, it was fun. And they yeah. said, you said, I've sold out two shows today. I feel pretty good about myself. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. Of, yeah. Uh-huh. The show was going vocal. pretty well probably at that point, the right? Show was it, going it was like you were no. bobbing. No. Somebody. <laughs> no. No, it, it, they were, they were uh, super drunk. Uh, Chase, our merch guy, was out uh, front. He saw him. That guy was like, you know, it was a guy that was a problem the whole time. Like yeah. he was a problem at the beginning. Uh-huh. Before he even went in, They were him and his wife, they were just super drunk. There was, you know, you're in New Orleans, you get a little, little flair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't had it in a while. So, but it was, you know, it is. I, the LA show, I had a lady that was just, I kept talking the whole time. Uh, but, you know, it's usually, it's usually alcohol. It's like that. You always just feel bad because everybody's having fun too. And like, you're, I mean, the show's going really good. Yeah. And so then you just, you know, and, but I mean, the crowd was great. They get, you know, I mean, everybody's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's fine. We moved on. It's fun to see you in those moments because I feel like you're, you're not combative at all on stage right your act's not combative i don't want to make that right you're not inciting that whatsoever yeah. i don't think that person woke up the next day and probably thought i'm glad i did that mm-hmm. <laughs> of course and so not. i don't want to make that person feel bad yeah, like it's yeah. you know you just don't want it to happen it's like uh they're in their own world and they're doing it you know yeah. it's uh when it right when it happens you know you just gotta get back into your set it's a little frustrating but uh yeah the last thing i want to do is like just yell at this person Mm -hmm. like you know i don't you know they leave they left and then you know the audience clapped when they left i mean you know it's obvious that no one wants them there and so but uh every show is great pensacola is great new orleans uh and texas and dallas grand prairie texas dallas it's the biggest show i've ever done so the verizon texas uh no it's a Oh, I forget. Texas, it's uh, Texas something. A school, TCU. Maybe it's at TCU. Texas Christian or something like that. Something like that. And then, uh, uh, yeah, what does that say? Uh, the Verizon Theater? No. <laughs> uh, is it? In Grand Prairie, yeah, I think it's the Verizon. Theater. Oh. I thought it was like Texas. Uh, there's something else called Texas something. Oh, maybe. Verizon Theater. Hmm. But it was it's the biggest show you've ever done, right? The biggest show. It was I, I want to say it was around fifty eight hundred people. Wow. Oh, Texas Trust C Texas Theater. Trust C U yeah. Theater. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Texas Trust C U Theater. That was on the wall, the sign, uh-huh. the the building. I mean, the building was so big, the traffic. I'd ima- so I, I would tell people if what we're learning, I mean that's that was the biggest show I've ever done. Uh and it was unreal. It was crazy. It was they were amazing. It's I I messed up. Uh, I told one joke kind of backwards at the <laughs> beginning because I was ner- I, I Not that you don't get nervous, you're excited, but 
it's, it's kind of daunting when you walk out and then uh, you're like, oh, I got it. And then you're, I mean, it's so big and it's so many people. And, you know, like, like if you were in New Orleans, it was, that was 1500 people. So this is four of those shows in one show. Mm-hmm. And then, and I mean, I, I love every show. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, but it was like, it's just such a different thing. And I told, like, I have a turtle joke up at top. If people have been to the shows, they know what the joke is. But I told it, like, kind of backwards. I, like, ended up, like, skipping one part of it. And then I had to get that part back in before I got to the other part. Because that's a part that I uh, call back to later. Uh-huh. It's, like, one of those, like, important jokes that you're like, well, if I don't reference this, I, then I can't reference this thing later. Oh, yeah. And so I had to, like, I, like, just skipped a part. And then then I got it back in. I don't think anybody noticed. But. It was one of those in my head. You're like, there was... Doing acrobatics, Yeah, there was like a lot going on. I was trying to get... And I had another joke that I... It was kind of at the beginning. And then it just... Then I was like, I settled in and we we were good from the rest. And I don't think anybody noticed, but Mm -hmm. it's like... It was like, it's crazy. It's I mean, it's a lot of people. I don't even... It's a... Yeah, you look at them all and you're like, good. I mean, good night, man. Like, it's like, you can't believe these people are here. So many folks posted photos from there. Yeah, they're just, I mean, it's the best, dude. They're the, the, everybody's the best and uh, they're the nicest and I love it. I love it. That's why I love like even, even like that guy in New Orleans, they got boring. It's like the whole crowd like gets it. Like they don't, we, I don't get a lot of that and I knock on wood. I don't want to get a lot of it, but I don't think I'm going to get a lot of it because yeah. the people that come out are great people. They're me. Yeah. They're, I mean, I'm not to sound like I'm saying I'm great too, but like that, that is it. <laughs> But they're, you know, they're me and the fact that I'm never going to go to show and yell. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no desire to do that. Yeah. So, like, it's like a bunch of, you know, it's a lot of good people. Great average Americans. A bunch of us greatest average Americans. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. Just everywhere. And they're all over the world. Just us. <laughs> Even if you're in another country and you listen to this, you're the greatest average American. <laughs> are you the greatest average whatever your country is? Yeah. That's what you can be. We're all just that. That's what we all are. <laughs> Source of gorb. Source of Gorb's doing great. <laughs> Wherever you're at. Wherever he's at. Spain, right? Yeah. I think so. yeah. He's the greatest average Spanish. <laughs> I mean. Spaniard? Spaniards. Oh, okay. Uh, I did uh, Grand Ole Opry this weekend, and it, it went great. And before the show, I was in the dressing room just looking through my phone, and someone on, follows me on social media posted they were at the Grand Ole Opry. It's a Facebook. I don't know the person's Facebook friend of mine, but in my mind, I thought they're going to lose their mind when they find when they see me walk out. <laughs> then I even went as far to think, I bet they drove here to yeah. see me. They were from like Indiana or something. Yeah, yeah. I get off stage and I go look at my phone later. They've posted photos of the people before me <laughs> and the guy right after me. Yeah, never posted, and I couldn't let it go. Yeah. So <laughs> the next day, I was like, "Looks like a great show. Who else was on it?" They never replied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We went to the bathroom for a while there. <laughs> We're the Facebook friends. Yeah. I was on the show. Never, never posted it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, they were paying attention during your set, Brian. So oh, they yeah. weren't taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Music, you can tune in and out. Who cares? It's in the background, right? Comedy's active. Yep. That's yeah. active listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's what I would tell myself. <laughs> John Schneider, I told you, Bo Duke. I wanted to meet him. Didn't it didn't work out, but yeah. you didn't meet him? No, I mean I could have, but he had just a ton of people with him. Like you just entourage. creep outside of his dressing room basically, for a while. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Poked your head. Move in. it yeah, along, John, buddy. We got this uh, older fellow wants to say hi to you. Uh, 
He remember when y'all show came out when he watched the pilot. John, you come over here, and then you got a, you got a you got a magazine, and you're like, "We sign this." Like Carlos Groves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, he, he's like 65. John, we got this older fellow out yeah. here. Wants to meet you. He goes, "I don't." He's a little. Will you mind signing something for him? <laughs> Show went well though, man. Yeah, it was, was great. Good. It was great. Yeah, everyone there's so nice. I did a crazy run with Dustin Nickerson. We pieced it. We had a show in Pittsburgh that got canceled because of that crazy storm that came through. Yeah, we did uh, Liberty University in Lynchburg. A bunch of podcast fans were there. Oh, for that. awesome! That was very cool. It was the first time I walked out and like a bunch of people yelled, "Let's go!" Yeah. I'm the opener. I'm like, "Oh, this yeah. is amazing." And I met then, and I was like, make sure you tell the headliner you came for me. Yeah. <laughs> make, make sure Dustin knows. And then we were in Napanee, Indiana, Amish country. A lot of Amish people at the show. And then oh, we were really? in Black River Falls, Wisconsin, also an Amish town. Huh. I'm deep into the Amish community. I'm trying to blow up in the Amish. Amish. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a real slow word of mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take time. <laughs> You're going to be the I'm old trying fashioned. Go, I'm trying old to go fashioned viral, dude. Blowing up. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be just letters, <laughs> you know. <laughs> letters. Yeah, dude. They're going to write to each other about me. I saw this guy. Black Wolf, uh, That's a uh, golf is out there. Whistling Straight is out there. Yes. And Dustin said he'd been there with uh, – yeah, there, there's a lot of golf out there. Yeah. It's like Black a- Wolf has a golf course. Okay. I, I, I'm not – I can't remember for sure. I need to look it up. But Black Wolf, did you stay at that hotel? No. So that hotel – I did a corporate gig, and that's so I, you know, my act. I have a joke about not even turning the light off in the hotel room. It was at that hotel. Oh wow! I'm almost positive it's that hotel. I need to make sure because I was going to start saying the hotel in the joke. So if someone's seen my act, there's uh, if I talk about doing a show in a hotel, I'm almost positive it's that Black Wolf Hotel because there's a uh, I, I played at that course. I can't remember. There's a there's an old hotel right there that's like a f- popular hotel. So they were doing the corporate gig there. So I got to stay there. Mm. Super nice hotel. It's the one we showed on the Jay Cutler episode. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I don't remember. Was Jay Cutler on this podcast? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But that's an amazing golf up there. Yeah. Not a lot of golf being played right now. No. It was unbelievably cold. Yeah. Feels like negative five. Yeah, we got caught. Like, we got, we thought Pensacola was great. It's kind of rainy, but it was not really cold. New Orleans was like there were one week of cold was the week we were there. And then Dallas was uh, – it got a little warmer in Dallas by the time we got there, like 40, 50. But they just were coming out of like a yeah. major storm. Felix, a neighbor Felix, met uh, his – or I'm not met. I know his parents. His parents and brothers, they all came to the show. Oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah, they brought us a king cake, which was uh, – they're, they're awesome. They're unreal. Dude. King cakes are fun, dude. They're so good. There's a baby in it. Yeah. Do you know about king cakes? No. It's a Mardi Gras thing. Yeah. It's mm. so good. They're so good, and uh, they're it's. But the the two that had a baby, we I I, I wish I remember the name. I don't remember anything, but he gave us two. But they have a baby in them, and you whoever gets the baby, it's good luck. Hmm. And then I didn't get the baby. It's a yeah, a little plastic, like. Infant. I think most people don't do it now because people would eat it. Yeah, you got to make it big enough to where you can't choke on it. That's not, I guess. It's it's <laughs> it's pretty chokeable. I mean, if you got into it, I'd say back in your heyday, <laughs> you're like, you know, I don't think you can just, now, but I think getting after it. <laughs> I think when you were getting after it back in the day, I think you could have got one down. Not even knowing it. <laughs> I think everybody like, I think you would have 
walked back and got your money back, not knowing the baby was in your your tummy. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you promised there'd be a baby in yeah. here. <laughs> well, maybe when another person got it. Well, that'd be funny because no one else ate it but me. And I ate the whole thing, and I didn't see a baby. And you go, what were you, hauling it back? <laughs> All the way back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I put in some work for sure. <laughs> yeah. Ready for your Super Bowl 56? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code NATELAND and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings. Also, shout out to new sponsors, Three Day Blinds. Need new blinds? Forget confusing showrooms with three-day blinds. They bring the showroom to you. Get three-day blinds. Buy one, get one. 50% off deal on custom blinds, shades, and drapery for a free, no-obligation consultation. Just head to 3dayblinds.com slash Nate and use our code Nate. That is number three, D-A-Y-Blinds.com slash Nate. I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their Ultra Premium Collection. I'm talking about a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code NATELAND. Mizzen and Maine dress up with ease. Any other dress shirt just feels terrible compared to these. They got the comfort and flexibility of athletic wear with the fit and style of a custom dress shirt. Go to MizzenandMaine.com and use promo code Nate. You'll receive $35 off any regular price order of $125 or more. That's $35 off at M-I-Z-Z-E-N-A-N-D-M-A-I-N.com and use code Nate. I'm also excited to have been introduced to Athletic Greens recently. Life is busy. You got to eat healthy. We talk about it a bunch on this podcast. You don't want to juggle all these different vitamins. Get it all in one scoop. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Nate for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That is athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Uh, all right, let's start with uh, some stuff from you guys. Christina Audrey. Mm. I get so excited when I see Nick on the podcast. The vibe between Nate, Nick, Aaron, and Blip is the best. <laughs> I look forward to spending part of Wednesdays with you gentlemen. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Christina. It's awesome. Very mm. nice. Ty Schultz. I had a rough week, hit play on my favorite podcast, and I see an empty chair where Bingles usually sits. <laughs> Nate says, solve that problem. That is the hardest I've laughed in years. Thank you guys for the continuous source of laughter and joy. Y'all are the best. That's why you do it. I love that so much. Mm, people love that. Getting a nice, you know, a good laugh. It's not much. If you can get them, it's like, it's, it's the best. Uh, Austin Thrift. What kind of world is it when you can't even berate a close friend and call them a cow in front of thousands of people <laughs> without getting hate from the general public? Austin gets you. Austin gets it, dude. <laughs> yeah. What kind of world are we living in? <laughs> if you if they if someone just watches this and they go, well, who did he call a cow? They're never going to guess it's him. 
All right. That's very funny. Well written. Sorry, that's no. Yeah, no, that's right. I just said you ate a baby too. We're not off to a good start. You know? I was just watching the old roast of to talk about the way comics act to each other. Yeah. I was watching the old roast of Patrice O'Neill that's at the Boston, actually. Dustin yeah. Chapin's here. Yeah. Have you seen the the full video in good quality now is on YouTube? Yeah. And there's a part of it that's just brutal, dude. Bobby Kelly's up there. He has a video of people kind of trash talking Patrice. And then he goes, Hey, while I'm up here, I lent my video camera to Steve Byrne. Oh, I know the story. Last week. And I he record- heard Steve Byrne tell the story. Oh, really? He yeah. recorded it at his SNL audition. And I think we all need to watch it. He just plays it. And it's just Steve Byrne in his like apartment, just like doing Bruce Lee yeah. and stuff. It's so brutal. Oh. Man. I don't know if I'd ever forgive him for that. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy. You've heard him tell that story? He told it on Pete Holmes' podcast. And he said Bobby edited it out. He edited, left in the worst parts and edited out the good oh, parts. Okay. Yeah. Not that it wouldn't all be awkward to watch, but right. but that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, like in New York, you just couldn't leave anything. It's like Ari Shafir. You can't have your phone be unlocked. Can't tell them whatever. Like if you're around Ari, mm-hmm. like it's your phone has to be locked. I've, I'm going to watch it time after. He did it to me once. And then, and he, and you want, and he gets it, you got to get it back. And, you know, you'll be like, he'll, tw- he'll just tweet something, put it on Instagram. <laughs> there's 350,000 people on Instagram yeah. I got. And you're just being like, what are you doing, dude? My whole life, you wreck your whole life. <laughs> you just got to grab your phone and be like, don't put it down, dude. Yeah. And don't, like, make sure it locks immediately. Uh-huh. And it's, Sounds insane, but it's very hilarious. But it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, I've I've watched people. I've seen him get people too. Like you see someone's Twitter, and then you're like, God, that's crazy. They said that, and you're like, you just know it's Ari. Man, uh, yeah, it's very funny. I mean, that's how. Yeah, that was the best about New York, man. I I truly believe that's what made uh, New York comics. Like that's something that there's just no rules, and it can be the meanest thing ever, but there's the love is still there. Like these right. guys would do whatever for you. Yeah, it didn't feel like they hated him or anyway. It was just like, Oh, this is so great. This it's, is so it's, embarrassing. It's like brothers. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, you know, brothers and sisters and it's just a family. That's just, we will, you will get ridiculed. Steve Byrne would be the one that he knocked. I remember I had a carrot top DVD and grabbed me. He goes, what's that? Just threw it on the ground. <laughs> and I was like a brand new comic. <laughs> Now you could be like, why do I have a carrot top DVD? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember what I did, but I like carrot top. That's why I had it because I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, Sarah Chia, C H I A. I think so. How hilarious is it that Brian used the band Bangles as his example twice <laughs> when trying to clarify how Aaron and Nick say the football team, the Bengals? Does a young gun like Aaron even know who this is? I think I know one song by the Bengals. Oh. Yeah. They have a walk like an Egyptian. Was yeah. that them? Oh, there you go. Mm. Yep. You don't yeah. have to do it. Uh, <laughs> many, many vowels. I was about to say Manny vowels. <laughs> like that's a guy's name. Manny vowels. <laughs> that would be a guy's name. Yeah. Manny vowels. Who's over here? Manny vowels. He's in the mob. <laughs> many vowels are what's called <laughs> dip thongs. That's right. Is it? Dip thongs. Yeah. Dip thongs. <laughs> Meaning they naturally combine two sounds. We don't tend to recognize it when we're speaking because it happens so quickly. So when a short E slides into a word like with NG, like in penguins or bingles, the practical effort is that we hear what we consider to be. Oh, what did I say? Effort. Oh, (laughs) Uh, 
The practical effect is what that we hear what we consider be a long A. So that that's her explanation of why I say it the way I do. Huh? I yeah, so. I checked out of that whole thing and I read it. And I wasn't even. Yeah, it was I was a, in another. Tapped out. I was in another home. Dip thongs. You were. I out, was like man. shopping. <laughs> I was at Walmart, picking, looking in, in the <laughs> in the clothes section, looking around, and I just kept reading it. That's what happens when I read. When I read a book, I mean, I'll go three pages and then mm-hmm. be like, "What? Where am I at?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go back. Got to go you back. Just keep going. Uh, it depends. It I'll either quit completely, mm-hmm. or I'll you know. Last night I did good. I'm going back to Sopranos, and I was proud of myself. Sopranos book? <laughs> no. Novelization of the Sopranos? Yeah. <laughs> going back to the uh, the show. <laughs> but I put my phone in the other room. Oh, man. And then that's the move. sitting there, yeah. I'm tired of my phone. Uh, Katie Visaggio. Ben, bingles, not bangles, are bingles. Y'all are killing me. Short E, guys. Short E, bingles. As a reading specialist, I'm now convinced Nate is d- dyslexic, but I'm now also wondering about breakfast and AA Ron, too. Nick was right. So Nick's perfect. <laughs> right. Well, Nick's an actor. Nick can do, that's what he does. He can do accents and stuff, too. Yeah, What is she saying here, Aaron? She's saying that the correct, correct pronunciation is Bengals. Bengals. Like Ben Gay. Ben Gay. Bengals. Yeah. How long? And that's sorry. Yeah, that's that old joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. sorry. They mean that old joke. That's a joke it. for my heyday. Yeah, <laughs> that was Brian's opening for many years. <laughs> Jeremy Tidwell. Not to belabor the point, but the correct <laughs> the correct pronunciation is Ben Galls. <laughs> ben Galls. No, it's not. My wife and I lived in Calcutta. India for a few years, which is in the Bengal region. The area is well known for its tigers, which still roam wild, but I'm I'm still with Nate in Baltimore on the penguin debate. Mm. Bengal. Sounds like he knows. I think if I was in India and they said, be careful, there's a bingo out there, I would be like, I wouldn't even know what I'd be looking for. And I would be like, whatever. And then I'd be like, and as it ate me, I'd go, dead coming. So you say bangle. Bangle, yeah. Bengal. Penguin. Bengal and penguin. So that's a pan. You're holding a pan in your hand. No, that seems like what a guy would say that there was a bingal <laughs> and he was dressed up as a man and he goes, there's bingles out there. And you go, what's that? He goes, bingles. And you walk up close to it and he takes it <laughs> and it's a real bingle and then he eats you. <laughs> will Bailey, just help Brian out because I am intrigued. The Tony Award is short for the Antoniette Perry Award for Excellence in Broadway Theater. Apparently, Antoinette was big in the theater. Antoinette, huh? Antoinette, Antoinette, Antoinette was big in the theater world around the time they had the first Tony Awards in 1947. Hmm. Tony Award is short for the Antoinette Perry Award for Excellence in Broadway Theater. Hmm. Well, I'd go with Tony too. Now we know. I would go with Tony too, but I don't know how you get Tony out of Antoinette. Antoinette Perry Award. For excellence, I guess that's another word. Like Anthony is Tony. I guess Antoinette is also another word for Tony. Yeah. Hmm. Then it's Perry Award for excellence in Broadway theater. I mean, it just ends up being a lot. Will Bailey is a West Wing character, by the way. Oh, maybe that's him. Maybe. Matt Oregon, 
Hello, folks. Hearing that the Oscars are named after some lady's uncle, I'm curious to know what you guys think the awards for the Nate Land podcast would be called. My initial thoughts would be the folks, the Felixes, the <laughs> Source Gorbs, or maybe the Hollies. What do you got? I like the Hollies. Hollies is good. Because that's just, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like, sounds it sounds like, like it. Yeah. The Nadies. The Nadies. Like know. the Dundies. I like the Hollies. Hollies yeah. sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Amanda Garcia. I think I know Amanda. I think Matt Oregon, too. That's, I think I, I met him this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was at the yeah. Dallas show. Yeah, yeah, I met them. I talked to him after him and his wife. Uh, they were great. Uh, Amanda Garcia, no. I was a seat filler for years. I remember how fast commercial breaks are in person and how much goes on. Nicest person I ever met was Tom Hanks. I was sitting behind him, and he actually turned around and introduced his wife and himself before I could. He seems very friendly and humble, and he was just as happy as I was to be there. I got lucky a few times got seats where I never had to move. Mm. That's a whole big gig, seat filling. You met Tom Hanks, right? Yeah. He's super him and his wife. Yeah. Did he introduce himself? No, I was doing that show for Joe Walsh. Uh, uh, but we went and met him afterwards, and I mean, we talked to him for a while. And, I mean, he's unre- un- unbelievably mm-hmm. nice, yeah. Didn't you say he made a very nice move by he offered to do- take a picture together? I hope that was him. I thought uh, you said he said, we should do a picture together because he knows everyone wants it. Yeah. So instead of you having to ask, you yeah. just offered. It might have been him. I don't know. Wow. We did take a picture with That's him. That's such a power move. Well, it's like I, do, I, yeah. I, you know, I've had to ask. I asked him, to, like I asked a guy uh, at Bucky's. A guy came up and I was like, do you want to get a picture? I mean, you can just kind of tell that he wants yeah. to, but he's trying to be polite. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I just, ask, just ask me. I'll always take a picture. Uh so, but I'll do it sometimes just because you're like, I, I don't want them to, you know, I feel like they want to. Mm-hmm. I'm the Tom Hanks of comedy. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, yeah, it's very nice. It's like, it's, it's just, it just kind of, you know. And then but I've had also the person goes, no, nah, I'm good. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Del Grosso. Hello, folks. During the awards episode, you talked about fans running onto the field. Last year, a guy made $50,000 prop bet during the Super Bowl that someone would run on the field. Then he ran on the field. A misdemeanor trespassing charge and $500 bail for a $370,000 payday. Wow. Wow. That's the thing about gambling. Like, there's got to be... Like, there's a lot of prop prop bets get very where you're like, well, a guy could be in control of that mm-hmm, bet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean that's like right there. Like, how do they? Is that is he? There are rules against that. Like, it can't be you. I mean, I read the article. He got his money. Um, but yeah, you're like your point. There's like award shows where there's prop bets. If this person says this word or phrase, yeah. and you're like, well, they could just place a bet on themselves, right? Yeah. What would I mean? How do you stop that? I don't know. You know, if you if you work for the lottery or even if you're a family member of anybody in the lottery you know that you you're ineligible for anything there's been a lot of scams of people they win a lot they have a winning lottery ticket but they're ineligible so they give it to somebody else and then they collect the winnings through them there's got to be something in place for that like you can bet on what color the gatorade bath is after the the game Mm -hmm. you know i could call up the equipment guy yeah make sure it's red yeah you know and then give him a Part of the winnings, fifty bucks. No, no. Fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would think. I bet so many other people are betting on it that it's like maybe it evens out, but it doesn't really matter. 
you know, I don't know. I watched a guy, he had a four, he had a parlay, four different NBA games of who would score the first point on the game. And it was a potential like $70,000 win. And he got the first three. And then the fourth game was poor Zingas. Oh, yeah. And he went for a layup and just missed it, dude. The parlays is the new thing. But you're seeing a lot of that. Like guys are doing these crazy parlays and winning these big bets. So it makes it really fun, dude. That's what they would have to do. Parlays would have to be – I think that's how – gambling, I always said, like it's supposed to be this thing that, you know, it's like where it takes off and like – but they do need to make it where it's like it's got to be simple. It's got to be – it's it's hard to follow. And it's hard to understand it. And then – but parlays is super fun. Like that's like – you're like, oh, I could see that. And you're watching a bunch of random things. That's mm-hmm. very fun. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think they want you to do parlays. Yeah, because your odds are so slim. Uh huh. But you see people getting them. But I mean, yeah, it's only it can be a bunch of people. So, Jesse Rothacker. Several years ago, I got a flat tire, so I pulled over and called AAA. I know. I. I now. That sounds like I watched Dumb and Dumber this weekend. He goes. He goes the. Oh, that's what that felt like. I know how to change a tire, but they did it for free as part of the membership. So I figured I'd let them get under my vehicle and get all dirty instead of me. The operator on their phone said it would be a while until they could get someone out to me. So I decided to start working on it myself until they arrived. About 15 minutes later, the mechanic truck pulls up and the dude is like, you need some help? And I'm like, sure, I got it started. But since you're here, I'll let you finish it. The guy doesn't really say much, but he finishes changing my tire while I stand back and do nothing. Finally, I'm like, thanks. Do I need to sign anything? He just looks at me real weird. Suddenly, it dawns on me. He was driving a mechanic truck, but never said he was from AAA. He was just some random dude being nice to another (laughs) random dude with a flat tire. And I totally stood there like a jerk and let him do all the work changing my tire for me. I felt like such a moron. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Yeah, I think guys will do it sometimes, but uh, sometimes they want you to tip them. Like, just give them cash. Which I guess bets getting hard. I remember when I got a flat tire once, uh, which I made a and I, they didn't have a tire. I rented a car. I was going to a show. I was doing a show, and I was driving from Indianapolis. And thankfully, the show was at ten o'clock at night. And I got a flat tire pulled over on the side of the interstate. I'm on the interstate, the main, and I pulled. I parked because they were like, I, I, go, I was going to just change it myself, but they didn't put a spare tire in the car. So I had to wait for the, I called the rental place and they came to get it. And I parked, like they had a guardrail. And so I parked like kind of, I got it in front and backed it kind of behind it. So, and I just took a nap. Went to sleep pretty hard. (laughs) And then like, but I had a few people stop trying to help. And offer to help. But it felt very much like, I was like, I don't have a tire. And so we couldn't do anything. Uh, but I think people just drive around and pray, you know, and they throw some money. You didn't feel nervous, like, sleeping there? Uh, Especially if people knocking on your window? No. I don't know. No, this was over 10 years ago. I don't think it was as nervous. It was during the day, too. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was getting dark by the time it changed. <laughs> I, don't think it, I don't think it ever occurred. To, you know, I locked the door and just... It's like one of those day sleeps in a car where the sun's hitting you. I mean, it was unreal. Yeah. Best sleep I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I was reading this just as laughing. I love that Nate said whirlwind instead of the actual word whirlwind when talking about Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's year they won for Goodwill Hunting. 
It's a worldwide. I mean, Leanne, it's a worldwide win. It's Leanne Carr that posted that. Oh, Leanne Carr. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a world. It is a world win. It's a worldwide. The Oscars are worldwide. Yeah, so it is a world win. Yeah, you were right. I was right. I was right. All right. Uh, that's it for no. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like. Super Bowl is here. We're all excited for it. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> versus the Rams. Uh, I almost find either one. I, I kind of ruined for the Bengals, but I like Matthew Stafford. I'm glad that he's there. Yeah. And so I'll be happy either way. Titans should be there. And that's, only thing that, that's the only thing that matters. The moment we have been waiting for since, since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbooks, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56 is giving two, giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. Mm. And you can bet from almost a third of the country. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code NATELAND and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code NATELAND at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, 21 and plus. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where, per, void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.com, ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467-369. Also, uh, our old Paper Shades uh would allow in a lot of light uh, at our house. And uh, the, me and uh, the comedians, we'd have, they'd, they'd wake up early and we sleep through most of the day. So we need good blinds. There's a better way to build, uh, to buy blinds and window treatments, and it's called Three Day Blinds. They are the leading manufacturer and retailer of custom window treatments in the US. And right now they are running a buy one, get one 50% off deal. Three Day Blinds brings you the showroom to you, their local professionally trained design consultants to give expert advice in the comfort of your home. We set the appointment and got a free, no obligation quote the same day that we, that we set it. Uh, they have window treatment for all your custom window needs. Choose for thousands of options for any budget or style. And with actual samples, three day blinds have been busy, have been in business for over, for over 40 years. Uh, ask Lar, uh, as Laura mentioned last time, we had a consultant with, uh, consultation with Jerry. She was very nice and easy to work with. Laura, had, Laura cannot make uh, decisions. <laughs> she has trouble with them. But uh, so having somewhere, having someone like Jerry help her was perfect. Uh, uh, right now, you can get three-day blinds. Buy one, get one 50% off deal on custom blind shades and drapery for a free, no charge, no obligation consultant consultation. Just head to 3 slash Nate and use our code Nate. That is right. Buy one, get one 50% off when you head to 3dayblinds.com slash Nate and use our promo code Nate. One last time, that is number three, dayblinds.com slash Nate. You can now enhance your perfect grooming routine with Manscaped Ultra Premium Collection, where they were nice enough to share with me. The package includes Manscaped Premium Deodorant, Hydrated Body Spray, 
body wash. As soon as I walked in, Aaron talked about how good I smelled. <laughs> Plus a free gift, uh, a three-pack set of lip balm that made that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil. Mm. That's four products plus a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. What a score. All these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. The best ingredients. Here's how I do it, Aaron. Mm. I recommend uh, you hop in the shower, start with the Manscaped Body Wash. Then you lather lather your hair up. Doesn't take me too long to do that. But especially with the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. You dry off, you spray on the hydrating body spray to moisturize your dry skin. You put on the Manscaped deodorant for obvious reasons. <laughs> then the Manscaped lip balm. No one wants chapped lips. Wear one great scent all day long. Get the ultra premium collection hot off the shelves. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NATELAND at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code NATELAND at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. When was the last time you got excited about a dress shirt? Ever? Nope. Let's put an end to that. You got to check out Mizzen in Maine. They have the comfort and flexibility of your favorite athletic wear. You feel like you're wearing a golf shirt. You feel like you're wearing workout clothes. But you know what? It's not. It's a dress shirt. Okay? It's lightweight, breathable, moisture wicking. That's huge for me. Got a real moisture problem. <laughs> These shirts are machine washable. Don't go to the dry cleaner. Okay? Just throw it in the normal wash like normal clothes. Like Nate said, just don't be weird about it. Okay? <laughs> um now, they've gotten famous for their dress shirts. That's yep. where they uh, got on the radar for me. But they have all kinds of other stuff. Flannels, no-tuck shirts. I haven't tucked in my shirt in probably 12 years. <laughs> so I'm uh, all on board for that. Performance polos, chinos, so much stuff to look at. Go check it out. Over 30,000 five-star reviews. Listen, I'm on the road a bunch. We all are. I have to cram these clothes in a suitcase. I have a real wrinkle problem. I don't know how to handle it. I can't iron. I don't know what I can do. I can get a bunch of these yep. that are no wrinkle. huh? That'll actually be a huge problem in my life solved Yeah. once I fill my closet with Mizzen and Maine. So whether you're working from the golf course, taking conference calls, we've got good news. Go to MizzenandMaine.com. Use promo code NATE. You'll receive $35 off any regular price order of $125 or more. That's $35 off. When you go to M-I-Z-Z-E-N-A-N-D, M-A-I-N.com, and use our promo code NATE. I've got a new daily routine, Brian. Have I told you about it? No. I wake up every day. I run six miles. What? And then I, no, I don't. But I do start off with a huge, heaping, delicious spoonful of athletic greens. I put it in the water bottle. Yep. I put it in. I shake it up for a while, and I down it. And let me tell you, it feels good. You start off the day right. You're getting all all the vitamins that you need. I'm strengthening my gut health, my nervous system, my immune system, all the things, okay? And it tastes all right. tastes good. Yeah. You know? You down it, and then you're you're done for the day. You don't have to eat anything healthy the rest of the day. (laughs) Get at it. it. Less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals. It's just the good stuff. It's athletic greens. Right now, reclaim your health. Help your immune system, especially with cold and flu season. And there's other stuff going around, too, I heard. Yep. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million bottles. No need to fill up your whole cabinet full of all this stuff. Okay? You just get one thing. Gosh. 
To make it easy, Athletic Greens has given you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. Put those in the road. Yep. Brian, take them with you. Start your day off right. All you got to do is go athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Nate to take ownership over your health for once in your life and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, This week, who are we talking about? Talking about advertising. We did philosophy, and I was under the impression that Aaron was a philosophy major. He really let us down with his philosophy minor. But now we're going to give him a chance to redeem himself. You're a marketing major, right? I was, yeah, yeah. And you worked for an advertising agency? I interned at an advertising agency, and I worked at a digital marketing company. Is where you hired someone? Years. Jessica Hand? Uh, Jenny, yeah. That's Jenny where I, That's where I hired her, yeah. My old oh. company. Oh. Mm-hmm. How did you get to hire someone? I was the manager, man. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a five-person company, but <laughs> technically I was the manager. Yeah. How long did you work there? Four years. Did you work your way up to manager? You were hired as a manager. Uh, it was a. I was not hired as a manager, but it's a pretty small step up at a five-person yeah. company. I think we just kind of said you can start calling yourself a manager. Now. <laughs> yeah. So you've been here long enough. Was there someone above you? Yeah, I had two people. <laughs> and they don't do the hiring. Does the manager they, do they, hiring? They were. It was all involved, but yeah. we all. I didn't single-handedly hire. Yeah. And two underneath you. Just say there's like five I guess technically. I guess <laughs> you're were, in the middle. I guess they were lateral. How old were you? <laughs> this is man, two or three. I mean, I was in my mid twenties. Yeah. This is the music and, row where people yeah. drop off their CDs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. I ever tell you that? My office was on music row. So it's in the middle of all these studios. So like all the time, some poor schmuck would just show up and be like, I'm here to drop off my CD, hopefully sell some of these songs. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, dude. Because I just drove in from Texas, I wrote some songs. Like we're not even—we have nothing to do with music, man. Yeah. Sorry. Also, I don't know if this is how this works, but yeah. I hope it works for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> to go find a different studio. Yeah. Here. Did you guys watch Mad Men? No, I never did. I loved it. Yeah. Was it real? I mean, was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, in your time, it was. That's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was obsessed with Mad Men, and that's why I wanted to work at an advertising agency because I looked like the coolest. It's like the coolest hang ever. Yeah. It's pretty different now. It's a bunch of <laughs> dudes in graphic you tees with that. Nerf guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is now. It's a different vibe. They in don't there drink. Now. They do drink. It's a they a lot of these uh, these fun companies. You know, they, mm-hmm. we got beer, free beer Fridays at three p.m. They bring a keg in, and then uh, everybody's sitting on exercise balls and that kind of that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. So you think this was this is what has happened with the workforce today? When everybody's having trouble, it's because y'all during your day y'all started drinking, coming full blown alcoholics on every Friday. Yeah, the the help <laughs> thing has leaked over into now. The help. This is the end result. Is yeah. no one's around? I mean, this company, uh, they're great people, but man, they like ride. These are adults with like razor scooters they'd ride those around the office and stuff and yeah. like, what are we doing here yeah what was an example of like a big company that you guys represent did you ever have a an ad campaign go bad like somebody missed something so the stuff when i interned at a company we had major major clients mcdonald's Ooh. uh some stuff with coca-cola companies like that the company where i was a manager and hiring people by clients were plumbing companies yeah and, 
HVAC companies, and I had a couple colleges. I had a hospital. We had some very small scale problems. What do you do an ad for a hospital? You're like, we, you know, <laughs> we have the best crutches in the business. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Uh, You're just trying to come up with a good, like, you know, you feeling down? Come to our hospital. <laughs> We're closer. It's, I mean, it's it all about weird proximity. That our hospitals, yeah, are they selling stuff? Like, you just, you know, you got to go when you got to go. So mm -hmm. it's not like, I guess you just want to be like, hey, remember us? Yeah. You have an appendix burst? Come to us. Well, you think about that. That's a lot of advertising is just... They want you to, they want to exist no, in here. your mind. Yeah. You know, think about those like insurance. Who out there is actively searching for new insurance right now? Probably not a lot of people, but insurance, I feel like every other commercial is an insurance. Geico, yeah. Progressive. Yeah. Farm. Yeah. Any of those. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want you to. Was it your idea to change Jake from State Farm from white to black? Was that your idea? No. Aaron. <laughs> Just answer the question. It was not my idea, but I'm glad they did it, dude. That's cool. It's taken off. It has been, yeah. Uh, all right, I brought an example. Of, I was going to ask you if this would be. So I got my Titans renewal in the mail. Mm. It's time to renew your season tickets. Deadline February 15th. Yeah. The guy here is Harold Landry. Led the team in sacks. Just played in the Pro Bowl yesterday. Yeah. But he's a free agent. And he may not be on the team next season. But he has till March 8th to make that decision. Wow. And you have till February 15th. I have till February 15th to find out if this guy's even going to be on the team. So would, could you say that's a bad choice? I don't know. You probably thought more about it than anybody. Probably, so but yeah. I think you and Harold Landry probably have thought about it the most. <laughs> uh, right. I, I would think it's a good sign if you're Harold Landry. I would think it'd be like, well, we don't want him to go. I'm sure they don't, but mm -hmm. he probably wants a big payday. Yeah, well, they yeah. probably own they own the rights to that image, so they can use that image forever, right? Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they're trying to get you to come back, and they're using a guy who's probably going to be on the team. I mean, I hope he is. Yeah. But I was just wondering if that's something you guys would think about when y'all were doing Why stuff. Why is he probably like, not yeah, going to be on do. the team? Is he for sure wanting to leave? No, it's just if they can have enough money to re-sign him. Yeah. I hope they do, but, I mean, some team may offer him a ton of money, and yeah. he go with them. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. No, I, I think I don't think you can – I would imagine with the Titans, you can't, or any team like this, you're like, you got to just put a picture on it. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Like, you can't, like, overthink it. Well, I mean, there's plenty of players who would definitely be on the team next year that they could have used. I'm not saying it's a big deal. Well, I just wonder. like Derrick Henry. Yeah. But then it's, like, too much you're of Derrick Henry. Do, do companies think about stuff at that level? Yeah. 100%. When yeah. I worked in TV news and we would do promos, I mean, you got to think about, who is this going to offend? Right. People are now, I mean, I, I'm using the example. I'm not really mm -hmm. offended by that, but I'm just, I'm asking, is that stuff y'all think about? Yeah. And I'll say that's the one thing I took away. One of the things I took away from that company I interned at in college, just the amount of levels this stuff has to get through. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of, of course, somebody talked about that. They go, is this the right guy for it? You know? How long did you work there? I worked there for a summer. And then I worked at that other marketing company for years. For how many years? Three or four, oh, four okay. years, maybe. We're talking about advertising. I just we're interviewing like your, <laughs> like your fifty, like your thirty-year vet, and you're like, <laughs> you started a company. I just so everybody. When you interview at advertising companies, they try to, because uh, I interviewed a couple, they try to throw you off by asking you crazy questions in the mm -hmm. middle of an interview. 
just to see how you think. So they'll be like, so Nate, tell me about, uh, tell me about, you got family out here? Yeah. What animal would you be if you could be an animal? Bingle. <laughs> I'm ready for everything. <laughs> You're hired. You want to keep going? No. You just ask me. How many windows are in New York City? 100,000. <laughs> Give or take. Go. Give or take a bunch. I, can, I mean, just keep going. Yeah. Ask me, go go to the because they, they, they got to yeah. go serious. They got to mm-hmm. flip it back and forth. Yeah, if you had a billion dollars in cash, where would you hide it? In your mom's house. I think I would get hired. Yeah, that's how you yeah. become a manager. That's right how you there. become a manager. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's got solutions. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you think twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, what's the example of a question they would ask? Those? Yeah, that was it. They, they try to ask you crazy questions. If you pay attention like to the podcast, you'd hear that. I thought he was just using those as examples. Do you remember would... the scene from The Office where I can't I think it's uh, Ed Helms, Andy's interviewing Dwight yeah, for, yeah, Cornell, for Cornell. And he starts asking him crazy questions like that. That is what will happen in those because they want to see how creative your brain, your brain can be. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a fun, fun exercise. Yeah. You killed it, man. Yeah, thanks. You could- <laughs> You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first ad in human history was in 3000 BC. <laughs> it was in Thebes, Egypt. A man named Hapu ran a clothing factory, and one of his uh, slave laborers, Shem, wasn't happy and ran away, and they couldn't find him. So he um, had a scribe make a sign advertisement using papyrus cloth announcing this guy's missing Gave us a strict description. Said he'll give you a gold coin if you find him and return him to the best clothing store in the land. <laughs> Whole coin is offered. So this guy found a way to advertise his lost slave and mention he had the best place in town. So it was like a wanted poster. <laughs> basically, yeah, basically. Brought basically. to you by the best textiles in Egypt. Mm. That's crazy, man. That's the first known one. Most expensive. How do they know that? They find it, I guess? Yeah, I think so. I think it's yeah. on display somewhere. Yeah. I mean, there was Kate, like Pom- Pompeii when the Mount Vesuvius erupted. I think mm-hmm. they found like stuff written on walls, ads, and stuff like that because it was preserved and stuff like that. So they'll go find like interstate ads, like on Mars eventually. Someday. Yeah. Like billboards? Yeah, but cricket. Just like a billboard that says cricket. <laughs> They're going to find the ruins of a Bucky somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was this place? It, was, it, was like, it only had 100 gas station pumps. Can you imagine that little? And down there. In- <laughs> uh, watch commercials do a thing where the every time that you don't see a watch commercial, the hands are either at 1010 or 820. This is done so you can always see the brand written on the watch. And it looks like a smiley face, which subconsciously gives a positive reaction to consumers. So say 1010. Like that. Yeah. 1010 or 820. Is always what? Oh, that's how. The hands are always. Oh. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. You say that it looks like a smiley face? Uh, yeah, that's what it's, according to this. Yeah. <laughs> where? I don't see where a smiley face is. I don't either. I'm trying to find it. But well, it's interesting that it's all frowning. 20. Yeah. 
Ten twenty or it's kind of like yeah, like a smiley, <laughs> kind of smiley faces. What's <laughs> well, going v. up? <laughs> yeah. All right, it's not perfect. You said ten twenty or R eight twenty? Eight twenty. Uh, ten ten or eight twenty. Ten ten or eight twenty. All these are all these Rolexes 10, 10. are ten ten. Oh. Yeah, ten ten. Huh. <laughs> There's an eight twenty. No, eight thirty five. What is it? What is Fossil doing? Fossil's got <laughs> Timex. Yeah. I feel, what kind of time do you think your watch would be on if you sold watches? <laughs> it would be on what's a frown? What's a worried look? Yeah. Four. <laughs> I can't even the, think. Upside down. It'd be cracked. 435 <laughs> for the crack in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marlboro, when they started the Marlboro Man, they increased the first year 3,000% increase from the previous year. That was probably a good ad campaign. Prior to that, they used uh, like doctors to promote. <laughs> That's a solid ad campaign. I yeah, doctors telling you to smoke. Yeah, so we don't go back to that time, man. Just, I think I got there's. I think I sent you an ad of a doctor promoting a cigarette. Mm-hmm. But then they went to the Marlboro Man, and that seemed like it was. That's the first time it made it look really cool. Um, the first Marlboro Man, actually five of the Marlboro Men have died of lung cancer. <laughs> five of them. Yeah. How many have there been? Six. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but not for long. What if there's like a hundred of them and you're like, oh, well. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe like the sixth guy you're like, oh. Ernie, the know. brand, the nickname Cowboy Killer. Were they? Uh, so this is an old advertisement yeah. from, I can't find the year on here. More doctors smoke camels than any other cigarettes. He's one of the busiest men in town. Yeah. While his doors may say office hours two to four, he's actually on call 24 hours a day. The doctor's a scientist, a diplomat, and a friendly, sympathetic human being all in one, no matter how long and how hard his schedule. I don't Dude. know if I believe. Well, why is your office hours only two to four? <laughs> like that's, and he's got a call 24 hours a day. Of course, you're barely in the office. <laughs> this whole ad is not even to make, you know. Uh, like they almost like they got this guy and they're like you work all day he goes yeah dude it's all day you go all right but your office hours like because people wouldn't walk by this all we could have made up these hours but they're like let's be honest what days are you actually here he goes i come in two to four p.m but you're on call 24 <laughs> hours a day he goes yeah i mean essentially you could call me at, at any point but there's no cell phone, so I, if I'm not home, I don't hear the phone call. How could he even be on call 24 hours a day? They didn't have cell phones then. Well, he's like, well, just call my office. I know, but you're, all, you're only in here 2 to 4 p.m. He goes, but, if, I, but if, you, if you catch me in those hours, I will come back at 8 o'clock and do the surgery. <laughs> could you not ash in my liver? And he goes, well, I don't, where do you want me to ash? Anybody that had surgery back then, you had to get an ashtray just laid on your chest, and you're just, and they just went in and you gonna put me to sleep? We haven't invented that yet. <laughs> you're smoking a cigarette on your. Oh, you just get burned a little bit. Oh, it's just also. There was a cart. They use cartoons. Even for- though his office hours are two to four p.m., I don't. Is a doctor. They got to work more than that. I think they mean they're doing surgery or seeing patients the rest of the time. And like from two to four is when he'll meet with you and consult. That does not come off like that at all. Yeah. That sounds, even though his office hours say two to 4 p.m. <laughs> who wrote it? That guy? <laughs> I mean, that's like, I don't think his wife would believe that. Honey, 24 hours a day. 
But it, but you only go to work two to four, two to four p.m. Make sure you sleep in. Those are my hours. I'd kill for those hours. I do shows two to four p.m. Smoke a cigarette. He barely works more than me, and I'm a stand-up comedian. Actually, he doesn't. When I do two shows, yeah. he does not work more than me. Mm-hmm. He's on call twenty-four hours a day. I mean, you can call me. Yeah, but I mean, technically, I have the same hours. Of a doctor, uh-huh. <laughs> two to four p.m. And do you recommend Camel cigarettes more than any other cigarette? Yeah, I mean, smoke <laughs> away. Do whatever you want to do. I don't know smoke. if your kid don't smoke. There was uh, cartoons would promote cigarettes. The Flintstones had. I think I sent you that. Um, yeah, they would use Barney Rubble and yeah. Fred Flintstone to promote yeah. cigarette cigarette use and. It's uh, it was actually pretty funny. They showed the women out front working, and they're just hanging out. He's like, "Man, these women are really working." And Fred says, "Yeah, you want to go in the back so we can't see them?" Yeah, it's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. And then they could just go back there and smoke cigarettes. Wow. And promote it. Wow, <laughs> that's so crazy. It's pretty great. They just, I mean, I, I, I love the. You know, now we're in such a time of like, you can't say anything. You can't mm. do. There's a watch, and everything's like, don't say anything ever bad because mm. you get. You know, they think everybody's doing whatever they're saying. And back then, they were just like, yeah, just straight up. The the cartoon, the number one cartoon in the world is telling you to go smoke a cigarette. (laughs) There's him headed to the back. Yeah. (laughs) And he's about to pull out. (laughs) Winston. Winston. That is unbelievable, man. Yeah. (laughs) We should almost go back to this. Like, I think it would just... Everybody would be like, it's a better time. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you'd be like, don't smoke. It's obviously going to make you, it's not good. Yeah. Well, so many of these recent ads I read about that got in trouble, it's always something, either someone deemed sexist or racist. And it's it's just frustrating because I remember working in TV you news. believe it? <laughs> Some of these, I do. Some of these, I would, because I remember working TV news and people would call and they'd be upset about something just they would find something wrong. One of the mm. ones recently, Heineken Light Beer ran an ad that lighter is better. Mm. And people got upset about it because they said that was promoting like skin color is better. Oh, it's talking about a light beer versus none? Yeah. And, and it was like lighter is better. Yeah, but that's the stuff that you can't, if that's what that person thinks in their head, that's their fault. I agree. So that's on them. That's on them to be like, well, you're, you have a problem actually. Because other people are just like, yeah, they want to drink a light beer versus heavy beer. Yeah. So that's really on them. They should just throw it back on them and go like, that's your own issues. And actually, you're probably racist for thinking of that because we're just talking about beer. And if you yeah. pulled that out of it, I don't know what you want. Like, then we can't say anything. Mm-hmm. And so that's on you. Yeah. People criticize them saying that you guys were being racist, but I agree with you. It seemed like they're not even thinking in those terms. So no. mm-hmm. people think it's it's hard to... I like it's hard to sometimes remember like most people are not like they're just like looking at it and their their days are busy. You got to think we're not breaking down every single thing. Yeah. And but we have people now and there seems like their jobs are to break down every single thing. And uh so they can find anything in any you know in anything. Mm-hmm. And so I agree with you. I know I broke that down. <clears throat> I don't really care about that. I was just yeah, asking because people <laughs> That's an example of things you got to look out for. Yeah. Who do you want it to be? Ryan Tannehill? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Effective conditioning. Do you know what that is? No. 
You majored in marketing, right? Yeah, marketing, but advertising is only one one little okay. corner of marketing. Yeah. Oh. You know the four P's of marketing? No, I do not. Uh, pleasure. <laughs> Performance. Poor people. Because y'all attack them. <laughs> That's two. That's two. Yeah. Four is it people. poor people? No. Yeah, y'all go after no. them super hard. <laughs> Advertising, that's all it is, is it getting ruining poor people's lives. Is it not? I don't Advert- know. I don't know. <laughs> you trick them. Uh, so promotion. Oh. Promotion is one of these P's, and that's where advertising falls in. Okay. I always, this is one of the few concrete things I remember from college is the four P's of marketing. You think about product, place, promotion, and pie. price. Oh. What do you say? Pie. And <laughs> I think it's price. Those are the four <laughs> of pie and poor people. And poor people. <laughs> What's the example of place? Place is like how, how something's delivered, what channel it comes through, how you get it, where does it exist, and how do you get it. Like the front of a display at a grocery store. Or mm-hmm. Channel 5. Or sure. Or, yeah, or Channel 5. Or like a, a truck that ships it to you. All that is place, how it gets there. So that's a whole company. And their job is, they're called place. Do they walk under a sign that says place? No. No? no. I feel like the four Ps, like they probably started that. And then they got to place. They were like, eh. <laughs> We need one they've more. already they've already done the peas and so like, I guess place because that doesn't feel like that goes. What are the other ones? Promotion, product, product. like what it is that makes sense. What it is you're selling? Yeah, price makes. I think price is the other one. I would imagine product was the first one. They go, it's the the guy invented this because it's the four mm-hmm. peas. He goes product and they go, wow, that's good. And then he's like, can't think of price, place, and promoting promotion. Promotion kind of makes sense. Yeah. So maybe it goes product promotion, and they're like, "Ooh, this is good." And he should have said just two P's. This should have been the two P's. Of and then he goes, uh, "Also price and place," and they go, "I guess so." Yeah, I can see price. Yeah, place. Yeah, that's the price of discounts and and, and everything else. So advertising falls into advertising is one of the oh, it's not uh, the promotion. Oh, okay. It's one part of marketing. I see. Um, I got another P. Oh yeah, yeah? puffery. Oh, love puffery. You know this? Big fan. Do you really know? Yeah. Puffery is? Yeah. It's, uh, well, this is when you exaggerate a product like mm-hmm. coldest beer in town, best burger, East of the Mississippi, funniest comedian, nicest comedian in the business, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Something like that. It's something that people don't take literal, but you just, you puff yourself up, exaggerate. Yeah, where no reasonable person would think you actually—that's not a great example. Like, uh, like we like the best deals in town, you know, or whatever. Then you're like, well, that's not a real—you're not making a real concrete claim about your deals. It's just—it's puffery. It's just like, yeah. Well, like James Gregory calls himself the funniest man in America. That would be puffery. All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's legal. It's legal to do that. Yeah. Even if it's not true, that's why every restaurant you say like number one. You go walk around New York City, every place is best best slice in New York. Yeah. You're like, we can't all say that. Yeah. It's just puffery. Yeah, but like TV news, we all had. See how his stuff is broad and yours is very specific? What do you mean? Every, all your stuff was like, for your examples are just very like uh, pizza and all the stuff. And yours are all like, it's me, James Gregory. (laughs) Like, it's like, there's. 
you go so personal <laughs> and his are just probably the real examples of the use like best deal in town hottest cars on the market and then yours is like nicest man in stand up that's fake <laughs> james gregory funniest fan like james gregory is very funny yeah i would say that <laughs> but it comes off is that am i wrong it's kind of just it's funny that yours is very broad i would think you'd want more specific than broad uh, I don't know. It depends if the other person on the other side of it gets hurt, but <laughs> you know, the tables have turned. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the turntables. Yeah. Um, sometimes though, they go too far, and then there's a lawsuit. Um, Kellogg's was promoting that the Rice Krispies improve a child's immunity, twenty five percent daily value of antioxidants and nutrients. And it's a wild west back then, man. That's so great. You could just like, uh, I this mean. This is 2011. <laughs> oh, wow. They said that then? That's crazy. Golly. That it just fic- it made their immunity better? Yep. Why? Vitamins A, B, C, and E. Because the, <laughs> the gas station you had to go buy it in was pretty rough. <laughs> and that's why. That's why you're like, we go buy it in there. Like, there's a lot of walking there. Maybe it is. Like, don't wear shoes and go buy a Rice Krispie Look treats. at the cereal box. Imu- now helps support your child's I mean, immunity. As big as the name of the cereal. They're really leaning into that. 25% daily value. So that's of not, it, did, it didn't do that? No. Uh, the Kellogg's agreed to pay $2.5 million to affected consumers, as well as donate $2.5 million worth of Kellogg's products to charity. So the solution is just to give this <laughs> fake immunity to more people? <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's, I don't even, what is wrong with everybody? Like in, tw- in 2013, Kellogg agreed to pay $4 million for false advertising when they said their frosted mini wheats improved children's attentiveness, memory, and cognitive functions. <laughs> when was that? 2013. <laughs> oh, two years after this, they didn't even learn their lesson. They don't even, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Clinically shown to improve attentiveness by nearly 20%. <laughs> well, and these aren't subtle claims that they make on the side of the box. I mean, they are the star of the show. These claims. You're going to see it. Like I like we talked about with sugar. Sugar is like uh you know, I was cuz I'm addicted to it and uh I'm trying to get off. I'm trying to be better. Uh and I do love all this stuff, but sugar is going to be a big big problem. That's the new I know people have said it, but it's like that's the new tobacco. Sugar. Sugar's a big. It's a big problem. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a big Somewhere we were talking about it somewhere, and it's like the only thing that everybody can be addicted to it. Like, you know, people are not going to do drugs, or people are not going to smoke, people are not, like, all this kind of stuff. Sugar is the only thing that, like, it can make everybody addicted. And it's a, and it's a free-for-all, and they run the world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it's just, you and have no control over it. It's in everything. You don't even it's, know. You don't have, I mean, you can't even almost not get it in stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't even, you know, they make it, it's so confusing. And it's like, it's hard not to, I ate ice cream last night. I'm waiting tonight. <laughs> I eat sour. I mean, I had sour you already know you're going to eat it. Tonight. I already know I'm going. <laughs> Laura's supposed to buy an extra one. She didn't last night, so I got to go out and do it myself. Someone's got to do it somewhere. Someone's got to wear the pants in this family. <laughs> I'm going to do. it. I can't say no to it. I have a big problem. I'm eventually going to get off this stuff, but I'm I'm, I'm going to have someone on the road and help me. But for now, you're gonna. I'm going to drop away quick soon. When? Uh, starting uh, February 20th. I got. I'm bringing someone with me on the road. Nice. Nutritionist? Yeah. He's a barber. <laughs> but 
He knows he, some stuff. He knows some stuff. He's read some That's stuff really on the internet. <laughs> it's my barber, uh, and but he also knows fitness stuff. Mm. I think I have to. I, 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 I'm. It's not that I'm miserable out there, but it's like I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm way too in deep, like to do it on my own, and to schedule. Like this weekend was like, it's a perfect example of like. There's. It was Pensacola. We get to Pensacola. We drive to New Orleans at night. Go to bed. Wake up. Two shows. We go eat at uh, Felix's. Actually, this great place. Uh, we go eat there. You know, you're eating New Orleans food, and then do two shows. And then drive to Dallas overnight, wake up at Bucky's, Bucky's parking lot, and then eat. And then it's just like, I don't, it's just, in, I don't know how to, I, I, I can't. There's yeah. just too, it's too much stuff. And, the, and so if I want to do stuff, I mean, I've talked about that here. If I want to do stuff, I have to get this under control. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to do this. I really, my guy's a barber. <laughs> but he's uh well we learned in the middle ages episode that barbers were also doctors there you go that's right so, that's where the swirl thing came from yep, right? yeah yeah there you go so i'm doing that i'm if going any old school minor surgeries yeah. done on the road he can yeah, handle those he can too. handle that does he smoke uh no i'm gonna try to get him to <laughs> from two to four <laughs> from two to four p.m <laughs> so i'll let him only smoke then <laughs> but i'll but then that will be i'm hoping if I can't lose weight like this, then I'll just, then I'll never, not that I'm big, but it's like, I can't, like, I'm going to have a heart attack out there or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to, it's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I went and got a blood test actually the other day. Yeah, it's more about being healthy than losing weight. Yeah, I don't think I'm, yeah, but I mean, my, my body stinks. Like, it's just stupid. It's really dumb. It's <laughs> like, I mean, how? I just look at it and you're like, you're so, it's so dumb looking. It's just, your stomach sticks out. The nipples are just pointing <laughs> God knows where. Different directions, just like, you know. <laughs> it's just it's just dumb. And I just don't want it to be dumb anymore. I'm 42. I'm like, I can't. She's going Dr. Phil. Yeah. And just, I just don't want my nipples go, to go different directions. Why are they anymore? pointing in every direction? Why do they not? If you drew a straight line, they would never intersect with each other. <laughs> They would never be near each other. They would only get farther and farther yeah. away. Like that, eternity. Their closest they will ever be is just on my body. And then if you drew the line, they would be like, "All right, man, have a good life. Have a good life." And then they would shoot off into other directions. Have a good life. And they would never even be. They'd be so hundred years from now, they would not even be. They live in different countries. Yeah. There's just no chance for them ever to meet again. There's never even a little curve back to be like, well, maybe they're cross. It's just. See you later. <laughs> at least if they went straight, they would at least be like, oh, yeah, he's right there. They stay side by side. Side by side. Yeah. Mine are just a dumb stomach. St- it's just stupid. <laughs> it's a, uh... but I'm not starting until the 20th. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a tear right now. You I mean, 13 I, days. To I got 13 it. days to just like, <laughs> it is happening, dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to, he's good at like, because uh, he's like, it's just calorie take, whatever. So, like, we can still eat. Like, I'll be able to, like, you know, it's like I could technically go to McDonald's and go eat mm-hmm. and just, but it's it's calories in, calories out. I mean, I want to get healthy, but I'm still not going to, I'm not going to bell on. I will still eat some Sour Patch Kids. I, like, right. I don't want to give up everything. You forget who you are. <laughs> what got me here. <laughs> I just want to be where I can wear a shirt and it feels great. That would be so nice. 
you know? Yeah. No, trust me. I get it. wear this. You know, I mean, I had to wear this. I go, Albert, can we get this a little bigger? <laughs> the logo. The logo on every shirt. Could you get it? Could you get it a little bigger? Maybe make it be mountainy. Just so you get confused by that. <laughs> That's what I, I bought. I bought a. Uh, yeah. I bought one this weekend at this store in Pensacola, a hoodie. And it's got three. I almost wish if Laura could bring, see if Laura would bring that hoodie up. Uh, because it's it's a it's a perfect cover your nipples hoodie. There's a lot of relief on it, like it sticks. No, out. there's no relief, but there's a lot of confusion right in that area. And a lot of patterns. Yeah, a lot of patterns. It's just like a lot of. I don't think you could really tell what's going on. It's just distracting. It's like the it's Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah. Three <laughs> D art. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. That's all, and I just want to get to that. I want to get. I'm hoping that with this special shoots. I'll be in. Uh, uh, you'll be able to tell, and I don't want to. I don't think it'll make me less funny. This is the, the problem I had when I quit drinking. Is like it was like you think. Well, my stories about drinking is so funny. You think I can't be funny, and so well, I quit drinking. It's still going good, and then so it's like with eating. You're like, well, my stories, but then you're like, I mean, I'm still dumb. I don't think I can get smarter. Mm-hmm. That's something I can't do. That's where all the jokes come from. Is me being dumb. So, you know, I think I'm good. When does your when does your special tape? I don't know, but but when yeah, you when it does, idea. when it does, right. I don't know. It, I hope we taped in the fall. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe if I lose, I could be in real good shape by then. I just want to, you know. But I don't know. Maybe I won't be. Maybe I'm gonna mm-hmm. hire him. It's not gonna work out. Well, you on one of your special, I think it was your Comedy Central. You commented on that, didn't you? Yeah. Said we try to lose weight, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Every special has been like that. Yeah. yeah. I try, and then you go here we are. I got a beard. It looks better, but it's just like it's my. I think my insides are not good. It's that's the. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's a pretty important part. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say it's the main part. You know, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's just not. It looks rough. Yeah, the older you get, the harder it. it hits yeah, you. it's like you're. Yeah, it's like it's it's hard to like you know keep it up, but it's like in the road you're just like we have so many shows, man. Yeah. And I want to do all these shows, and I want to be in great moods when I do these shows. And I am. In, I mean, I'm I'm not in bad moods when I do these shows, but I'm just looking at the future, and I'm going, like, if I'm going to be this busy and as busy as I want to be and do the shows I want to go do, I cannot do this if I don't fix this, and I can't. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to have someone be like, you got to just be with me, dude, and like, or otherwise I won't do it. Yeah, and uh, and then you know it's like it's getting decisions out of your life. I've learned like if you the, the more stuff you want to go do, you got to get decisions. If you get busier, you have to get the decisions that are that bog you down out. Like someone else has got to make those decisions mm-hmm. for you, and that's how I look at it. Like where it's got my sister's working. Like you know, it's like she's helping with a lot of stuff. It's like you just kind of get decisions. Abigail's helping with a lot of like whenever met people and stuff after a show and mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. And it's like able to like yeah, I can't. I won't be able to track everything I can track and then also do this. That's why these billionaires wear the same outfit every day because they're eliminating those kind of decisions. She doesn't have it? I have no idea where it's at. Look in the... Uh, the it, empty. Oh, man. Is it Laura not here? She didn't show it. It's a, it's a hoodie <laughs> I bought at this... All right. It doesn't matter. What color? I don't know. Colorblind. It's my Abigail. Sticks that to me every time. <laughs> what color is it? That's how she. 
you know. Did you say billionaires wear the same thing? Yeah, I'm thinking that's that's got to be the same thought process. You just yeah. And look, I'm a billionaire. I recently became one, and <laughs> and and Laura still goes. I don't know if we should do that. That's <laughs> my. I think if I became a billionaire, I would still just yeah. be like, just get two loaves of bread. We can afford it. She's like, I don't, well, I don't know if we need to buy two loaves of bread. <laughs> That'd be my rest of my life. Uh, 77% of Twitter users appreciate a brand more when that brand tweets back to respond to them. Mm. Mm. It takes about 10 hours on average for businesses to respond to a tweet, even though customers want a response within four hours. Well, I think you'd want one immediately, but yeah. I guess on average four. Yeah. Whose job is it to take the time to ask that, to get to the bottom of that? How many hours? Yeah, I just don't. There's, there's a lot of jobs that you're like, what are y'all making jobs out of? You're just making them out of nothing. Like, <laughs> you're just sandwiching in anything. You know, you're like, you want to figure out? And some companies like, yeah, I'd love to know. Like the algorithm world, I think, is just invented jobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about it. But it's like, I don't know if I needed all that information. Like, they do it within 10 hours, but we'd like it in four. Mm-hmm. Like, who's responding? They get these people to do these surveys, man. Yeah. They ask them all these questions. How yeah. you interact with brands on social media. Yeah. Tell me, how many brands do you follow on social media? Do you share their content often? They ask them all these questions. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. ever complain about a company on social media? You know what? I'd made a joke about one once, and they responded, and we had a back and forth about Welch's fruit snacks. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> they are great. Yeah. But the joke I had was it says in real big letters, it says fruit is the first ingredient. I was like, who cares what the first one is? What's mm-hmm. all the other, you know? Yeah. First ingredient of meth is medicine. That was <laughs> yeah. the joke I made. And then they responded back there like, they just not funny at all just like clarified what that means and then i went back and they came back it was kind of fun it's fun to see like a brand you've heard of yeah even though you know it's some guy like me is it wendy's <clears throat> like wendy's is fun right yeah. wendy's, wendy's yeah is fun. a lot of fast food chains are like that yeah taco bell will do that too i think i like that like it's like you just roast people and like don't care like just mm-hmm. be fun i when i interned at that advertising company one of like the they give you these jobs that are just time killers it's right? this job that we just talked about no, but but have you heard of Takati the beer? Yeah. So the company I worked at ran Takati's Facebook. So part of what I would have to do is respond to every comment, but I'd have to use the word bold because that was their whole marketing campaign. So I just had to think of creative ways to use the word bold. So somebody would be like, about to drink a couple Takati's. At lunch today, and I'd be like, bold decision, brother. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going out tonight, going to grab a six-pack of Takati's. That's a bold move. (laughs) I just had to do that for hours, respond to every comment. So there's somebody sitting there doing all that, having a good time with it. You know. Do you like it when people go after companies on social media? I'm not a fan. People do it with airlines all the time. I think it's, it's crazy. I think it comes off. And I, I know a lot of friends I've known that have done it, but I, mm-hmm. I, I think it comes off really bad. I think it does not look good. I, I almost, I think, uh, in a weird way, but I, I don't think I mind if, like, uh, I don't like if a celebrity does it or someone, you know, I don't like that. I think that's kind of gross. 
because they're just leveraging their following. Yeah, it's yeah. like like it's like you're using your people that are following you because you don't like the seat that you got or that you're delayed or that you're. I'm not a big airline complainer though, and I'm not saying that they do the best job and everything, and not that I've had problems, and but I'm not. I some reason which was a whole us travel like not to bring that again, but I traveled with the cow for a long time, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh <laughs> uh no but like i like i some reason i could go like i would never i don't get super upset about delays i don't get super upset about you know i could get getting mad i just like i get complaining to that person i don't i never to me i don't understand saying it on twitter to be like mm -hmm. american you don't do the thing that i want you to do and then you're tweeting it and you're like, look at all the followers I got. I'm going to tell my people that like, that's kind of very arrogant to me and very like, it just feels kind of gross. Uh, <clears throat> I understand if someone that's not, I think you got to just like DM them or something. Or, mm -hmm. you know. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. At the very least, it should be a last resort, right? You've I mean, it doesn't like, it's like, I don't got my bags. I don't got, it's like a very like, yeah, dude, so does other people. Like, why do you get uh -huh. yours fixed over everybody else? The average person gets 1,700 mm. banner ads per month, mm. but only sees half of them. Banner ads? Like that, like on your phone? Mm -hmm. And when it does the cross and says it? Yeah, the ads, I, you know, I mean, we're, we read ads on this, uh, but it's like the ads are just, they're everywhere. 78% of users ignore sponsored search alert, search results. You know, like you Google something and... Yeah, sometimes I would click on it because I thought the, does the company get that get a money for it or something? No, they're paying to be up there. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you want to make their money. If if I don't think they're gonna do something wrong to my computer, I would click on it just to be like, if you're paying to be up there at the top, good for you. Like I'll I'll, I'll support you. You've earned it. You've earned it. Yeah, but don't go don't go blowing me up. You know. But then the thinking would be. Well, I want to get what is actually the best search result and not somebody who's paid to circumvent the system, right? Oh, I want the so real answer. That's the thing. I want the real answer, right. not yeah. just somebody who paid that's to get true. up there. And I found myself, yeah, I'm just, I'm trained to, when I search for something, I automatically scroll yeah. past that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And find the top one. 90% of online searchers haven't made up their mind about a brand before they start searching. They don't look for certain brands. They look for pro lowest prices. Hmm. I guess that was a, probably given. 90% of consumers read online reviews before visiting a business. And those reviews influence 67% of their decisions. I could see that. I could get influenced. You try to find like somewhere you trust. Like I do it like movies. I'll look. Uh, what I, Like you, you Google a movie. It's always like Amazon or IMDb or something. One of them is like where it's, it's very like, they're always like, everything's amazing. I think it's Amazon. Like every mm -hmm. movie is like the greatest movie ever. Mm -hmm. I think that's just regular people and it could be. So I I, I think I tend to go with regular people over. Uh, like Rotten Tomatoes gives you both. Yeah. And I, and I, but I'll usually go to Rotten Tomatoes. Like, yeah, I'll just go with the regular people. Cause it's like, I'm not going to watch the movie the way the other person. The is. critics do. Yeah. 60% Olympus has fallen. I don't, that's, it should be higher than that. It was great. But so, two thirds of them like it. Only half like the yeah. critics like it. Yeah, but that now I feel like you're being uh, 
Yeah, I mean, these, it's a fun movie. What are they? Who's watching these movies? Like, uh, I would every. I'm not a good. I, don't come to me and ask me if something's good. I'm going to say it's great. I, I don't know, and a great chance I won't remember it. <laughs> you know what we watched so, last night that probably didn't get good reviews, but it's a fun movie. Is Con Air? Yeah, never seen it. Is it Harrison Ford? No, no Nicholas, Nicholas Cage. Cage. It's oh, great. Even better. Yeah, probably think about Air Force One. Maybe you should watch Con Air. Con Air is great. Yeah, it's just fun. It's yeah. What John is it? Cusack, John Malkovich. I think people like it. I think yeah. This is a. Oh, maybe you're right. I there's fifty six percent. Yeah, well, that's, that's a crazy. rotten tomato, dude. I bet the audience score is much higher. Yeah, there. Uh, I don't think it should be higher. All right, it's not loaded, so I right. can't. People just listen to this on the audio, dude. That's unreal, dude. Like, there, you should give this podcast zero tomatoes. I hope you roll down your window and throw a tomato out. Seventy-five percent audience. Seventy-five percent. That's good. That's a C. Go to the audience, man. The audience yeah. is that's who we are. It's the people, dude. If you're now, if you're into movies, I understand the critics. Like, if you're like, hey, I'm a, I this is like a hobby is mm-hmm. my, not a hobby. Well, critics, but like, if you're like, if you're someone that's not a critic, but you're like, I love, and I know a lot of people that I wish I could appreciate movies as much as they could. Mm-hmm. So there, I understand, but. I like the write-up there. Con Air won't win any awards for believability, and all involved seem cheerfully aware of it, making some of this blockbuster action outing the biggest flaws fairly easy to f- forgive. There yeah. you go. It's not believable. We're just along for the ride. Yeah. That's what yeah. this is about. <clears throat> some of the worst uh, marketing campaigns. American Airlines was running low on money. This is 1981. They were about to go bankrupt. So they did a thing where you could pay $250,000 and get a lifetime first-class travel pass. Wow. It backfired on them. People used it so much that they were losing money. They only sold 65, but they had to stop because people were just going to London on their lunch break because uh, it was the richest people who were buying it. So they were just doing it all the time. They lost over $50 million before they could get it stopped. Only 65. How much is 65, 250 grand? Like, like, like it's, yeah, that doesn't make sense, does it? No. 65 times 250 grand. That's well, I guess if you keep using it over and over, they didn't take it away from you, but they stopped the thing. 16,250,000. How did they lose? And because they, they could have charged like 10 grand for those tickets? <coughs> Maybe, yeah. To me, 250,000 seems like a lot to pay for it, but they said they were using it so much that it quickly exceeded what they paid it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess they could still be using it to this day. Like if, like if it was like, I bet it was like companies. And maybe they're just like they're flying every other day on a, and they're losing those seats. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I feel like that's how'd you not get it? I think American Airlines should have done something better. Yeah. They should have been able to figure it out. Like, you know, that was nineteen eighty one. Yeah, you have a you had to go buy it at the probably write a check for two hundred fifty grand at the counter. <laughs> I mean, the airline tickets probably cost more then than they do now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that. Yeah, how do you pay for that? You just got to go up there and hmm. it's called an AA pass. I have the companion pass on Southwest. Yeah. That's a good that, Southwest That's an unbelievable great. perk. Yeah, I think it's awesome. We had it one year, and I don't think we really used it. Uh, and I wish we would have, but you could. It's I think the companion pass is that's the real deal. Mm-hmm. Southwest is great. Southwest really does great. And then I, I fly Delta a lot. I don't mind all of. I like them all. I like Delta a lot. Not fly Delta the most, but uh, I love Southwest. I do. I think Southwest is great. Mm-hmm. They got to figure it out. 
Burger King tried a thing where they went to Thailand to find people who had never eaten a hamburger to compare their Whopper against the Big Mac. And people got really upset about it, um, saying that 30% of the country can't even afford a hamburger, and most people are living in poverty. So it was a bad idea to use them as the country to go test this out. <clears throat> I think I remember this ad. Is they just kind of dropped a hamburger in front of these people? I don't. <clears throat> I don't know. And maybe I'm thinking. I think Burger King did that. They went to some part of the world where they were not familiar with hamburgers. Yeah. And they just put a hamburger in front of them, and they were like, "How would you eat this?" Yeah. You didn't even think about it. We know how to eat a hamburger because we've seen it. Yeah. And they're just like, some of them like come in from the top and try to eat yeah. it. Really? Yeah. If you've never seen one. Yeah. You know? That's interesting. Yeah. Like a banana. Yeah. Different ways. Yeah. That's exactly. There's maybe, but is it like we were shoving it in their face? Like No, no. It was just something about the burger and the world. I don't I don't remember the point of the ad. But I'm saying that's what people argued about. Yeah, they were saying <clears throat> hunger exists in this country, yeah. and 30% of the people there can't even yeah, afford get, a hamburger. Yeah. yeah, and then I get that. Okay. This is my favorite one. Uh, 2006, LifeLock came up with a campaign to promote the credentials of LifeLock. So the CEO put his social security number on a billboard showing how we're so secure, we can't get away with this. Hackers... Um, Found a way to get through it, and the guy got hacked 13 times, <laughs> identity theft. Oh, wow. <laughs> His name's Todd Davis. Fake Todd Davis has popped up around the country, racking up debt, and a humiliating blow for a company. <clears throat> um, the CEO had fallen victim to constant identity theft, proved their product doesn't work. If that worked, that would have been unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You're the greatest. Yeah. I mean, you would be – it's a big risk. Well, kudos to him for actually putting his real – yeah. So I would put a fake one up yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> and just say that's my real. But I guess you can't, if it's someone else's if, real one, you're in big. I mean, they, that's right. They could sue you for. Yeah. If it ever got out. Yeah. Like it, to him, it's just like bad luck. But LifeLock still does, they're still around. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. DuPont, good old DuPont. Oh. Uh, they were the first company in the U.S. to manufacture cellophane product to keep food fresh. In 1953, they released advertisements uh, of babies wrapped in cellophane. <laughs> just keep them fresh? Yeah, it didn't go over. Well, I sent you the... Uh, oh, you can just look them up. <laughs> There's a couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what we're describing. Yeah. They're just babies wrapped in, in saran wrap. Yeah, and then so people got upset about that. I don't know if they even did back at the time. I think later on you look back, you're like, what were they thinking? Yeah. I don't know if anybody even complained then. Yeah. Maybe they did. Cellophane is spelled like cell phone, but with an A. No. It, and it, uh, if you got rid of the A and moved the O forward. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. If you said, hey, you got the A, you go get out. <coughs> and then they go, oh, jump up to. Now we got cell phone. <laughs> It's it's funny the things they're the selling points of cellophane are things that we take for granted so much. Mm -hmm. Like this is the main selling point. You see the things you buy, no guesswork. So what were people wrapping stuff up in in your fridge before cellophane? Just tin foil. Well, they're saying is that you see the things you buy. No, I mean I, I I would take it as like you go get like a chicken at the. Grocery store, it's written in, it's, you know, they got in like wrapping, Christmas wrapping paper. Uh -huh. And you're like, well, I want this chicken. You're like, mm -hmm. I hope that's right. 
Like how like you can't see the chicken. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what was that's so obvious now, but that's a selling point back then. They go, you're going to be able to see what's through this. Yeah. Like, well, that picture of the stork holding a baby, you can see what he's carrying. Yeah. Where's that? Right here? Yeah. Yeah, I understand that, but that's... I mean, I agree with you. That's part of the selling point. It's it's something you can carry and it's clear. Right. Well, what were you what were what were you using before cellophane? Sacks. I don't. Oh yeah, maybe sacks. <laughs> like burlap sacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as wrapping food, you just you didn't have leftovers back then. You ate, <laughs> you it, you yeah. ate it then, or you're you not going to eat it. You finished your plate back then. Well, if yep. you bought a baby, you'd want to be able to see it. I wouldn't buy a baby unless. <laughs> would you buy a baby out of a bag or a cell phone? Cellophane. <laughs> you want to get a look at what you're buying. You want to get a, you know, can I open the top of the bag? And he goes, no. no, go, no. Then I'll, I'm going to go to the cellophane factory yeah. and buy a baby out of there. <laughs> At least I can see them. The devil you know. Uh, <laughs> MasterCard did a promotion in 2018 World Cup where every goal that Lionel Messier or, or Neymar scored, they would give 10,000 meals to children in Latin America and the Caribbean to help in starvation. But the stars, only, they only scored three goals. <laughs> So people got upset that the campaign not only didn't work, that they're using it to exploit starvation. Mm. No, so they only gave like 30,000 mils? <laughs> yeah, I think they stopped it even before yeah. it got over. The Titans do something similar. They work with Second Harvest Food Bank. Yeah. Sack for, like every time the Titans get a sack, they give like 100 mils to Second Harvest Food Bank. Raising the stakes for those players, dude. They're going <laughs> to play well. People are going to starve to death. That's your Harold Landry. Yeah, he so got 12, so he did yeah. his job. Did his job. I think about that with the you know the college football halftime show where they make those kids throw the football in to earn a college tuition. Right. Does it feel a little weird to be basing whether these kids can afford to go to college on this game? I think they're already going to college. Like, they're already in it. So it's like they get to get it for free or not. Yeah, but to – to base that but on, it's not, but you're not pulling out a high school senior, and you're like, he's going to go work at a factory. He's going to go to college. Like you're, I mean, that might be more interesting to go. Like his whole, his whole family's got to watch, and he's is he going to be the first one that gets to college, or is he not? I don't know. You got to throw this Dr Pepper bottle, and send your whole family line relies on that. I mean, it's like kids that are already in school. This year, the SEC championship game. I think the two. One of them was studying to be a doctor. The other one was going to be an actor. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's a little bit different. Everybody rooting for the doctor? I think he won. Okay, good. If you had to do that, would you – so statistically, you have a better chance of making it doing the chest pass. Yeah, I would do it. You would do that and not care that you look lame doing it? I think it goes back to uh, – yeah, I mean, I think you got to make it in. How, yeah, or maybe do it. It's just easier to, like, you know, it's just the quicker, I'd imagine – if you did that and you didn't throw it the normal way, I'd, I'd boo you, dude. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Well, when you drive by your truck on your way to your day job because you didn't get into college, <laughs> and I'm up there in my ivory tower looking at When the, you're at Vol State, he's at Notre yeah. Dame. You'll feel yeah. stupid. As you do your stick shift <laughs> and back out of your driveway to go to Vol State. <laughs> And I'm floating to Notre Dame. <laughs> Here's one that just came out a couple of years ago. People got upset about the Peloton holiday ad. Mm, yeah. Where the woman who's in perfect shape, her husband buys her a Peloton. Do you remember this? I don't know. 
She goes from 100. They don't say this. Somebody tweeted, it's great. She went from 116 pounds to 112. But people got really upset yeah. because she's great shape and her husband bought it for her. So they were saying that, you know, he shouldn't have done that. What? Because they're saying, why is he making her get in shape and lose weight? She already looks great. Yeah, but that's how you, uh, I know. That's just like with someone like overly, that's how they, someone that's in shape wants to work out. Like they want a Peloton. Yeah. What do, what do they want to do? They want to see just, you know, Aaron comes downstairs and his <laughs> wife's, Lucy's like, huh, here's a Peloton. Maybe try some celery. <laughs> I tell you something, we, we just got a Peloton. Oh, really? It gets delivered tomorrow. Oh. oh. Yeah. Good for you. So that'll be me. Yeah, that doesn't, like, it's like, that would be the, uh, she wants a Peloton. I would imagine. Yeah, she's, she's excited. Yeah. She's super excited. She's like, she loves it. But like, then this next clip, she looks like she's being held hostage right there. She's yeah. Like, well, he, he made me do the Peloton again yeah. today. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Though the problem is she's doing selfie videos in bed <laughs> and everywhere. Like, that's more, I would be more mad at that. To be like, just golly, live a life. <laughs> like, just you're, you come home and you're, you know, you just in your phone all day. Yeah, I got her a Peloton. Like, you know, like film something. I was the one to have to be interviewed. Here's my husband. He's doing, you're like, oh, yeah. just get her a Peloton. I'm not trying to get her in shape. I'm trying to give her something to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> get her off my back. Uh, <laughs> I, there's nothing wrong with that commercial. That's that would be one that you read into that. You'd be like, that's your problem. Then yeah, you just go, that's your fault. No one reads into that. She wants a Peloton. That's yeah. someone in shape. They have to stay. There's not like they act like people. That part I have a joke now, which I talk about it. But like the part, the problem is, is they show someone that looks like that, and then you know it's like, but that's how they stay in shape. And not, but I think sometimes it's too. Like when you read like ads to like someone that wants you to get healthy, I never, when they show someone like ripped and they tell you to do stuff and you're like, oh, I have a whole, I don't want to do the whole joke, but that's the problem. Cause they'll be like, do this and do that. And you're like, well, dude, I don't even know how to, I mean, I'm eating handfuls of Sour Patch Kids multiple times a day. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm, you know, what are you crazy? You want me to just cut everything? Like just my life. Like I won't do it. Yeah. And I don't do it. I go, well, I'm going to do it, and then I try it for a day, then I don't do it. But that that lady, you know. I mean, Peloton's been in the news lately because two big TV shows, someone's died of a heart attack while on a Peloton bike. Sex in the City and then uh, Billions. Yeah, but why? But it's just because it's like. I mean, they just wrote it in, but it's bad PR for them because people associate it. I don't I don't know. I don't believe the bad PR. That's the people think the people are dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I saw that and the guy died of a heart attack on the Peloton, I wouldn't go, honey, get rid of the Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it kills you. <laughs> Who does who's does that? That's how if you're a company you go, we don't think our buyers are that stupid. So who cares? That'd be a good response. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't think my buyers are stupid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, I don't think as little yeah. of my customers as you do. Yeah. Exactly. That's not doing. You know, it was a cool part though. These advertising companies, they get advanced copies of um, every TV show mm-hmm. out there because they have to make sure that they want to buy ads when the show's on to make sure nothing conflicts with what the show is. So I remember the, the, the place I interned that this dude would get advanced copy, like Breaking Bad and stuff. He just had it 
before anybody. Yeah. It's a pretty cool little yeah. perk. And you'd get to watch it? No, he, they they guard it. Like, and you to get to watch death. it with no ads. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if someone wants to skip ads and they can't afford a DVR, go work. Go, go, go work for advertising. <laughs> and then hopefully you'll make enough for DVR when you're working there too. No, you won't ever have to buy one because you'll get the Yeah, there's no reason <clears throat> to fast forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The other one recently that got a lot of flack was the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial where the people were protesting. Mm-hmm. Um downtown this was just again a year or two ago yeah this yeah i kind of remember she takes the cop the pepsi and then everyone seems happy (laughs) like whatever was the protesting is is now over and she walks up in the middle of like a a tense protest between the police yeah and and she's like hey y'all cut it shouldn't say anything but that's the attitude yeah it's like two minutes in when she finally gets up there in the front of the line she just sees people marching down the street and then finally Goes outside to see what's going on. Grabs a Pepsi. There she goes. Yeah. Pepsi Zero is great. <laughs> <laughs> this is what got Nate into Pepsi. Uh, no, there's been, uh, I've done, Pe- Pepsi Zero is really good. I would, if she gave me regular Pepsi, I would have thrown it back at her. <laughs> uh, but if she gave me a Pepsi Zero, I'd, I would have been like, hey, that's, where did you get this? I mean, Pepsi Zero is really good. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That commercials, yeah, like they're, <laughs> It's it's uh, these companies think they're <clears throat> who do you so, think you are like you know <clears throat> that's the thing they think they're normal people yeah and they get her to do it she's a billionaire right yeah like it's like yeah she can do that she ain't drinking Pepsi <laughs> I drink Pepsi I drink I've drank Pepsi Zero at every uh I, Pepsi Zero is awesome like it's it's I love it. The most expensive ad ever was a $33 million ad for Chanel, number five. They got Nicole Kidman to be in it. Is there a number four? <laughs> Is there one, one two, Is three, there one, four? two, three, four? Chanel? I, have, I don't know. I'm not the Chanel guy. <laughs> we both look at you like there Aaron Lan. Quick Aaron Lan up real quick. Number five is the one that they did it for. $33 million. Paid her $3 million, And they showed it. Who? Dude, paid who? Uh, Nicole Kidman. Okay. And they showed it, didn't even show it like on TV, showed it before Bridget Jones, The Edge of Reason. Uh, showed it before that movie. And that movie cost $40 million to make. <laughs> had before it cost $33 million Whoa. to make. Wow. It's like a I small movie. It would be funny. What if they don't let us play this <laughs> on the YouTube thing? And you're like, they spent $33 million. <laughs> and then they're like, nah, you don't have the rights to it. You're like... Yeah, but I mean, wouldn't you want us? We're giving you free advertising. Getting free advertising <laughs> to Chanel number three, and they're like, it's five. I go, I don't know. Is there other ones? <laughs> Why is this one the best? I don't know if I trust you, Chanel. If you're already to five, how much do you change your mind? That's what I honestly, Chanel shouldn't do any numbers because he go, I don't. You look how much you guys are changing your mind. You're already to five. Yeah. When were you invented as a company? 10 years ago, you're already blowing through whatever <laughs> this is. You're going too fast. Do I don't even know what this did. is. Is Chanel purses yeah. or is it? It's perfume, perfume, right? It's perfume. <laughs> Number five. It's hard to do a commercial about a scent. Isn't it's it? hard to do it. It's hard I to mean, spend that much money if you're not narrowed down to one product. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think. Yeah. If you want to go, well, what about one, two, three, and four? Like, we don't, we don't care <laughs> about those. Five is what we're pushing now. So $33 million, 
four, five. I mean, she looks like she smells good in the commercial. Yeah, I bet she smells great. Yeah, uh, I guess this is what they're trying to communicate. <laughs> She's come to a show before. Her and yes, Keith Urban. Yeah. They're great. I haven't met them, but they're, it's a, uh, I have no problem with her. <laughs> I just don't understand. Yeah. Is there other Chanel's? They should do like what the iPhone did. Like, do they have a six now? They have like probably the, like a Chanel three three S. <laughs> yeah. Instead yeah. of just yeah. going all the way up. To is there five. is there a Chanel six? Let's look up what those numbers mean. Because now I'm, <laughs> Chanel twenty two. They're at oh, Chanel wow. twenty two now. <clears throat> That's crazy. <laughs> There's a wow. Chanel number twenty two. Let's keep going. What does it smell like? Oh. <laughs> Released now. This was released in 1922 or 1928. Either one, you decide. That's how <laughs> Chanel 22 works. It was released in whatever year you want it to be released. In. You're like, oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, either this one or that one. That's a catch 22. So it's a countdown, getting down to number one. Oh, what, what does Chanel 22 smell like? The perfect classical silky fragrance of this perfume is composed of gorgeous jasmine, orange blossom, fresh green note of lilac, and sweet rose. So I would just think if you go spend $33 million, I would go like, hey, you know what? I mean, I guess Chanel number five is all I've ever heard about. Uh, it worked. How many ch- ch- One Chanel N. Chanel N. It went on the Which letters, dude. Channel number five. Well, iPhones do that. I almost think it's I would. Yeah. I would have. I, if I would have read this as the ad, I would have been like, Channel 5. Channel. Like $30, $33 million to promote Channel 5. That's where Brian That's where works. Brian works. Like you go, every Channel 5 just gets to, you know. I'm rolling in it. News Channel 5 spent $33 million was, on an ad. Why is Nicole Kidman trying to get me to watch Channel 5? I mean, that's, I don't, you know, I'm more of a snowbird type of guy. I don't know if I'm, if she's out of her mind. Seems like a weird commercial for her. <laughs> Chanel number no. five has been reinterpreted and reimagined into new forms, including an air de toilette spray. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of different Chanel number no. fives. All right. De Beers uh, Diamond Company. Have you heard of De Beers? No. They, um, <laughs> they cornered the market on diamonds for engagement rings. Diamonds, most people think they're very rare. Yeah. They're not rare. They found tons of them in South African mines, but they knew that would drive down the price. So they kept that information to themselves. And people to this day think diamonds are very, very rare, which according to this, they're really not <laughs> to keep the price up. And they convince people you got to buy a rare diamond to give mm-hmm. to the person you're going to marry. So back until, uh, until like, 75 years ago, most people did not give diamond rings as an engagement ring. But then their whole campaign convinced people to do that. To do it. Yeah. What did they give them back then? Before diamond rings? Yeah. Um, I think maybe just a regular ring. A or ruby? Or just a, a band, maybe. Yeah, they do that. All the ads. I mean, look, if you look at, uh, you know, sometimes we've had people ask about the not drinking thing, but like... Uh, you can read a few books, and I actually got one. Alan Carr is an easy way to quit sugar, good sugar, bad sugar, and mm-hmm. I haven't started it yet, but because I'm on a tear. Right now. February twentieth. February twentieth. February twentieth. Yeah. And then, uh, but it's uh, yeah, I'm gonna eat ice cream tonight. I'm sorry, but he's right, dude. I'm gonna be, I'm a monster. Do you mix it up, or you kind of have the same thing every night? Uh, I do chocolate ice cream and a 
in a cup and I pour milk in it. I learned it from my buddy Ryan Malone a long time ago. A milkshake, right? No, you don't make it milk. You just pour the milk on it and I stuff the cup full of chocolate ice cream. But I'll also do cookies and cream with chocolate syrup. I put a lot of chocolate syrup in it. I mean, it's, it's, Your barber's got his work cut out for yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does. I mean, I put a lot of chocolate syrup. I love, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I eat it alone. I make sure Laura goes to the bedroom or leaves the house. I go, don't come out here. You don't need to see what's going on out here. <laughs> Get on out of here, woman. You can't. This is men's work. I, that's what I just say. Like I'm just plowing away. I'll eat. Uh, I mean, I can eat so much ice cream. Yeah. Uh, Dippin' Dots this weekend. That's twice. The future, have you dude. Have you guys yeah. ever seen ads that you know for a fact convince you to go buy something? I don't know, but that's just the alcohol thing. Is when you read that, is like you you realize that like alcohol, you just it's in your. It's ev- it's everything. It's it, they show Bugs Buddy sitting at a bar and mm. gets a beer, and mm-hmm. it's like you just you associate fun with always. The only way for me to have fun and relax is alcohol. Right. And actually, alcohol is the opposite. It it won't let you. I mean, I get the idea. It makes you like not care about your decisions, and mm-hmm. so that's what you are kind of going for. But like alcohol is just like you're just like uh, you're just trained to. You don't even have a chance. I mean, you're a kid, and it's just in every single thing. That you every see. TV show, every movie, like this is how men decompress. Yeah, they get home, they pour a big, you know, glass yeah. of scotch. <clears> they all do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I'm trying to think of an ad. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I ever have because I feel like I ignore them. But they always don't they say subconsciously you don't even realize that you're being influenced well you know isn't what isn't there an, uh, something that's a name of something that you think it is one thing so kleenex kleenex okay yeah you never, you never say you know band-aid yeah xerox xerox styrofoam yeah that's the name of it styrofoam's a brand name oh it's hmm. not the name of what it is what is it called i don't know yeah i don't even i don't even know why would they not just call it that what look of styrofoam is actual name of styrofoam i don't even know teflon what? Is that something different? Yeah, that's what stops a bullet, right? Teflon. Styrofoam is a trademark named for a chemical compound called polystyrene. Polystyrene? Listerine. Uh, 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 that'd be like if someone came over and they're you getting polystyrene? Like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> that's like what smart people do. You getting polystyrene? I don't know. You have styrofoam? Yeah, I got a ton of it. But what? Let's leave the styrofoam room and I'll, let's go look for polystyrene. <laughs> you got McDonald's. I got a polystyrene yeah. cup. Yeah. And they go, I don't know what you mean. I think you should leave. Yeah. All right. I know this. This year's the Super Bowls this Sunday. Uh, record sales for 30-second spots. $7 million mm. for some 30-second spots. This year, it's not just on NBC. It's also on Telemundo and the Peacock, Peacock platforms. Mm. Uh, I think, $7 million. Yeah. Um, it's one reason for its higher is attracting a greater number of rookie advertisers, people who have never bought on the Super Bowl before. So instead of ending on the $33 million ad, you thought I'll just save it and wait and do the $7 million as my final? <laughs> well, I just thought the Super Bowl is this Sunday, so maybe yeah. go out with something recent. Yeah, that's a good time. Um, <laughs> they say this year, they're calling it the Crypto Bowl because there's so many cryptocurrency ads. I can't stand that Bowl. Matt Damon yeah. ad, dude. I yeah. see that ad everywhere. Fortune favors the brave. I think I like the crypto stuff too, but I don't like that there. It's ads everywhere now. Mm-hmm. For now, I don't trust it. 
You're almost like the bubble's about to burst now. Now I don't trust that it. That it's so mainstream. You're now. like they took yeah. over, and now I'm like I don't, you know, because <laughs> isn't that not the right quote? Fortune favors the brave. Isn't that it? was the bold. It's been uttered since the Romans. It's fortune favors the brave. Right? Oh, I thought he had it wrong. Oh, I don't know. No, oh, maybe it is. Fortune favors the bold. Fortune favors. The and you had a job where your only job was to tell people bold. I just had that's to... what you should have said. Did you ever do this? Fortune and you never heard the most famous <laughs> bold line. I was mostly responded to messages about what people were yeah. <laughs> drinking beer that weekend. I think you misspelled favors, but <laughs> I don't know. Is that how you spell it? I spelled it the American way. What? How do you spell it? No, I said they do. Yeah, I would spell uh, it the way we, you do. Yeah, oh, yeah. They throw the U in there. They throw the U in there. Yeah, it was the Brits. Maybe yeah. it's interchangeable, but I always heard the bold. Click on see. Click on, is it true that fortune favors the bold? Is that true? No. no. Fortune does not favor the bold. It does, on a certain point, favor those who calculated their chances. But nevertheless, one definite thing about fortune, that is, is that it is indefinite. Fortune? Am I not saying that right? No, you are. It's just a ridiculous sentence. Yeah. yeah. Nevertheless, one definite thing about fortune, that it is indefinite. Yeah, you may have done a thorough analyst on how you will act on something and boldly believes that you will attain good luck upon it. What a, just a dumb sin. Like that, that's a conversation that I couldn't handle. Crypto.com. If I walked into that and someone's like, is it true that fortune favors the bold? He goes, no, fortune does not favor the bold. It, well, it does on some, sometimes it does, but other times. Sometimes it's a diphthong. It calculated their chances, but nevertheless, one defined, one definite thing about fortune that it is indefinite. You'd be like, dude, I, I would just be in a fight with a guy. Like they would, somebody would go, how'd that fight get started? You're like, I don't even know if I can explain it. It was some fortune favors the bold conversation, and then it just got off the rails. It became a whirlwind. Yeah, in the whirlwind. It was, I mean, it was a whirlwind. Matt, Matt Damon was there. Yeah, it got crazy. Just Nate and Matt Damon fighting <laughs> in a whirlwind. All right, that's it, everybody. We love you. Can I promote always. a couple things? Yeah, no nope. promote you. Okay. Oh, God. Nope. Here we go. I forget. <laughs> We're not all selling out 6,000 seaters, dude. Uh, yeah, go. Go. No, I'm joking. Yeah, you can probably. I just forget. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, that's okay. April for April 15th and 16th at Wise Guys, we're co-headlining. That's on sale. We jumped the gun last week, but now it's now it's on sale. Salt yep, Lake City. Yep. Salt, Salt Lake, Lake City, City, everybody. April 15th, 16th. Yep. And this weekend I'm in Cape Girardeau, Missouri mm. at Laughing Gas Comedy Club. And then the end of February, I'm at St. Louis Helium. I'm headlining. I've never headlined there. I'm that's very great. excited. It's a great club. It's exciting. March 4th and 5th, I'm with Leanne Morgan. March 4th in Madison, Wisconsin. 5th in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So you can go to her website to get tickets there. And don't forget, February 22nd, the Facebook, Nateland Facebook uh, fan page, Baby Shower. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, I guess more details will be posted on that <laughs> Facebook page. Yeah. But one well, our, you probably should put our live, we have a live show on the 18th. But let's make sure you get your baby shower in there. But that's April 18th. This is February oh, 22nd. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Everybody just go to the baby shower. Don't even come to the live thing. Uh, and it's online. Yeah, it's online. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you. Uh, again, we love you. And I'll see you next week. Bye.
Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetzi, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.